Somebody say, Pastor, Pastor. take us higher. In the book of St. Matthew's 14th chapter, the 28th through the 33rd verse, those of you who have your Bibles, your electronic Bibles, now don't be fooling me, don't be on texting and Facebook, be on your Bible app. Amen. Matthew 14th chapter, the 28th through the 33rd verse, Matthew 14th chapter. 14th chapter, the 28th, and when you get that, stand to your feet if you're able to. Amen. Matthew 14, chapter 28 to 33rd verse. Amen. Are you ready? Matthew 14, chapter 33rd, the 28th to the 33rd verse. <clears throat> and Peter answered him, Lord, if it is you, command me to come to you on the water. He said, come. So Peter got out of the boat and walked on the water and came to Jesus. But when he saw the wind, he was afraid and beginning to sink. He cried out, Lord, save me. Jesus immediately stretched out his hands and took him and held him, took hold of him, saying to him, O oh, you of little faith, why did you doubt? And when they got into the boat, the wind ceased, and those in the boat worshiped him, saying, Truly, you are the Son of God. May the Lord add a blessing to the reading and hearing of his holy word. Amen. Amen. Matthew 14, chapter the 28 uh, through the 33rd verse. Let us consider this thought today. Rising above the norm. Rising above the norm. Amen. I, I don't know about you, but it's not my desire to be average. I say it's not my desire to be average. I want to rise above the norm. And in a prospective manner, we're looking at Jesus and his disciples. They had just fed 5,000, not including the women and the children with two fish, five barley loaves of bread. Now that's so little to feed so many. After everybody got full, they had 12 baskets of fragments left over. In other words, we know them as leftovers. I told my church, I, you know, I'm not a big fan of leftovers. I will eat them, but I'm not a big fan of them. I like leftovers after they have been left over at least a couple of days. And then it seems new again. <laughs> so they got into a boat and went to the other side. They got into the boat. The Bible said Jesus went up into a mountain to pray, to give thanks unto the Father. And he told the disciples to go across the sea. They got into a boat and they began to go 
across the sea. On their way, a storm arose as they were going across the sea. How many storms have risen in your life as you have taken sail to go across life? Strong, uh, storms make you strong. Storms make you who you are today. If you had no trouble, ain't much to you because you can't help nobody. You can only help folks for where you've been or what you have experienced. So as they, the Bible, the King James said, they were rowing contrary to the wind. In other words, they were going against the wind. And, and I often say, you can't coast uphill. Am I right about it? So they were weary. They were tired because the, they was going against the wind. And the Bible said, Jesus, after he came down out of mouth and giving thanks to his father, he, he's being God in human flesh. He just started walking towards them on the water. He's God. He can do that. He was just walking towards the boat. Well, it was three o'clock in the morning and they were real weary. They were very weary and it was a storm coming up and you know how we get, we get a little antsy and a little uh, apprehensive and a little afraid sometimes. Somebody looked up and saw Jesus coming across the, the lake walking on the water and they became afraid. The Bible said they thought it was a spirit or a ghost. How many times have you seen something that wasn't there? Well, when he got there, he said, be of good cheer. Be not afraid. It is I. You know, it's somebody in the group always going to rise above. You know, you get a lot of hate for rising because a lot of us have crawfish mentality. Once one get their head up out of the lid, another one pulls pull them back down. But it's always one that has a desire to rise above. Once you press through the hate, folks will begin to admire you. Am I saying anything? Well, Jesus said, be not afraid. Peter was that one that has that rising above mentality. There are many of you today have a desire to rise above because we got, we got all kind of disciplines in here. We have all kind of educations in here and experiences. And as you rose above your norm, you experience hate. If you don't believe me, go to First Peter. It talks about the haters. Uh, I'm glad we don't have any in here. But you experienced the hate. Well, the hate didn't keep Peter. Peter said, if it be thou, bid me to come to you on the wall. In other words, Jesus, if that's really you, let me do what you do. And you can do what Jesus does. But you have to have the faith. Am I right about it? So Peter, he said, Come on, Peter. Come, 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 come. Now, my first point is boat mentality. Some folks like the security of the boat. 
Some folks like the safety of a boat. What are you saying, Pastor? I'm saying in your comfortable situation, sometimes you rest there too long. Because there, you have a sense of false security. You think, you know, okay, I, I'm doing pretty good. Now, you know, my bank account is good. I, I still got a nickel after my bills are paid. I, I, I'm comfortable, so I don't want to stress that. Well, man, why don't you go pursue that? Woman, how come you don't do that? How, I'm, 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 I'm in the boat. I feel safe in the boat. Well, you got to understand, the 12 disciples was in the boat, it, on the sea, a storm was raging, and Jesus told Peter to come. Now, here, 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 here's the tricky part about it. When, they, when Jesus told Peter to come, he stepped out of the boat like he was stepping on dry land. And I can just imagine with my sanctified imagination, Peter's getting ready. The other disciples said, yeah, Peter lost his mind. He's getting ready to step out the safety of this boat, attempting to walk on water like Jesus. Peter, are you on that stuff? You need to refigure this, recalculate this. Man, this boat was designed to float on water but you weren't designed to walk on water. I just want to ask somebody, is there any water walking saints in the house that's not afraid to go to the next level? That don't, is not concerned about what folks say or how they look at you or what they put on Facebook or what they add on their Twitter. Is there any water walking saints in the house? And when I say water walking, are you walking? We walk by Faith. and not by. Faith. Is there any water walking saints in the house? Or are you stuck in the boat? Well, let me move on. I don't want to be too long. Boat mentality. Anytime you get in a comfortable spot, think about this. I'm in the boat. I need to enjoy here for a minute and move on. Somebody right now has stayed in that boat too long. And you need to move on. I know from an educated college experience where, you know, some, some of us, you know, we, 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 we live in the past too long. You know, most of us, 50, 60, some of us, 70, still in the boat, looking around, got the comfort of our comrades, and it's one somebody that's daring to step out. Well, let's talk about number two, a dare to excel. A dare. And it is a dare to excel. In other words, walking on the water was a dare. And Peter wasn't worried about who didn't want to walk. He had his eyes on Jesus. Uh, he, he said, Jesus gave me the permission to come to him, and so I'm going to get out the boat. And if Jesus told me to come to him, he's given me the power to walk on the water. And the Bible said, Peter walked. Now, I went by English 101, and walk had an ED on it. That said to me, he had already walked. 
Am I right about it? The Bible is just describing something that he had already done. So imagine Peter walking on the water looking at Jesus. Oh, he walked as long as he was looking at Jesus. And you can excel as long as you're looking at Jesus. You might ascertain and obtain much in life, but God give it and God take it away. Sometimes we get in the confusion of putting our gifts before God. You need to put God before your gifts. He was walking on the water. He got out of the boat. And I hope somebody after this religious experience this morning will consider getting out of your comfort zone. Getting out of your comfort zone. It's, it's a lot of stuff. You know, I, I can go down the list. Somebody's been married and divorced and scared to get married again. Get out of your comfort zone. You made a mistake, ask God to forgive you, and send you somebody else. The Bible says it's not good for man to be alone. Am I right about it? That's why he made woman so Adam wouldn't be alone. Could you imagine Adam mentality? Everybody, everything else that God made had a mate, and he's sitting up there. Blah, 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 blah. What was he going to do? He was going to turn into a little freak. Oh, you need to say something. But God gave him somebody that he could fellowship with. God gave him somebody that he could embrace. God gave him somebody. Am I right? He given us somebody. He got out of the boat. Oh, but something else happened. Something else happened. The fact that he got out of the boat let me know he had an elevation of thinking. He desired to go beyond where he had already ascertained. He had a desire to be a leader. He had a desire to do the impossible. He had a desire. And he didn't worry about it because Jesus said, come. And he's telling us to come. He's telling us to come right now. Listen here. As he was walking, remember, it's a storm. Remember, he's walking on the water, looking at Jesus, but he took his eyes off of Jesus. And the Bible said he began to sink. The Bible did not say he sunk. He was beginning. Have you ever felt like you're going down? Have you ever felt like you're losing progress in life? Have you ever felt like you're going backwards instead of forward? Or have you ever... Felt like you was in a pause position. You know what pause is. Do your VCR and hit pause. It's a standing still picture. And a lot of people are standing still. Hit that play button and keep on moving. He was doing all right as long as he was looking at Jesus. But when he looked down, See, many, many of us today are walking in situations that's not walkable. Many of us are doing things that other folks are afraid to do. Yeah, yeah. Am I right about it? Jesus, I can see Peter in my sanctified imagination. Oh, God, I'm out here. And then he looked at Jesus and just started looking 
at himself. The Bible says he began to sink. I can use my imagination again. As Peter was walking, he, he came to the reality and said, what in the world am I doing out here? What, what's holding me up? And then the waves are no doubtly hitting him on his leg. Am I right about it? He said, he said oh God, I, I done messed up. I done got out here. I'm all alone. Uh, Jesus, help me. Save me. Well, he wasn't talking about salvation. He wasn't talking about his soul. He was saying, save my life. Don't nobody want to die. The Bible said Jesus just reached down, picked him up, and put him back where he fell. Has everybody ever fallen? And Jesus picked you up and put you back where you fell from? Oh, I can testify to that, boy. I was riding high one time and making all the money, new cars, money, walking around $1,000, $1,500 in my pocket all the time. Knew this, knew that. Long story short, Jesus took it. I went from six figures to no figures. Yeah, yeah. I, I went from riding on the top to stretched out on the bottom. And Jesus came to me in a still voice and he said, okay, this is what happened when you put the gifts before me. If I, it, I'm glad that I had fairly good sense. Because I said, Lord, forgive me. And then he let me lay there for a while so I would get the message. I tried to do everything to, you know, I was in shooting resumes and blah, blah, blah. I was contacting, blah, 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 blah. You know, I was, but nothing happened until Jesus took his hands off of me. And when he took his hands off of me, he gave me a minimum wage job. Yes, he did. It was minimal. <laughs> I got all these degrees and I got this and that and I'm working at a corner gas store making four dollars an hour fell from six figures to minimal well I was a faithful servant I heard God I treated that four dollar an hour job just like it was a hundred-dollar-an-hour job. I showed up on time. I was responsible. I worked. People said, man, you too educated. We can just tell. We don't have to ask you. You don't even talk like us. And you're faithful. You don't need to be out there. You, you, you don't fail. I said, yeah, I fell. I, I, I did fail. I did. I did. So I worked faithfully for four months straight, and I earned a quarter Raise. Four dollars and 25 cents now. And so I said, okay. And I got a phone call one day, you know, come on, come on. We, uh. Long story short, he took me from where he put me and carried me further than I was. But that's what the Lord will do. Okay? Now, now, now back to Peter. Peter, Peter you know, he, he, 
And when Jesus picked him up, stood him right back on the water, the Bible said Peter and Jesus walked back to the boat on, on the water. Now, don't forget, it was leaven in the boat. Now, they looking at all of this. And I can imagine you could hear a pin drop. We thought Peter was crazy. We just knew they might was taking bets. Man, hey, five dollars he sink. You know how we are. Peter, Peter walked back to the boat. The Bible said when they were walking back to the boat, the ones that was in the boat said for sure, you must be the son of God. Because no man can do what Peter just did except God be with them. Am I right? And so as he was walking back to the boat, I just believe in my sanctified imagination that Peter had an elevation of the mind. No doubt after walking out on the water, after sinking in the water, and then after being rescued from the water and his master is walking back to the boat, he couldn't help from experience rising above his norm. And if you read on down the Bible, Peter did great things for the church. Peter did great things. Now, let me put a little knowledge on you. Peter wasn't, let me say this. Peter had a cussing problem. Peter would cuss you out, like some of you. That's all right. Okay. Uh, <laughs> Peter, Peter, Peter. He, Peter had a, a problem lying. Ain't you one of those disciples? No, I don't know him. He was out there warming around the devil's fire. I think you one of those Jesus followers. I don't know Jesus. You, I think you got me wrong. The third time, I'm sure you one of those followers. And the Bible said he cussed. And I can just use my sanctified imagination as to what he said. But when he cussed, Jesus had already told him that he was going to deny him. The cock crowed, and then his conscience woke up. He got me again. So why are you saying, Brother Preacher? I'm saying, don't worry about where you came from. Be concerned about where you're going to. Because some of us started in a low place. And God has elevated us to a high place. Am I right about it? Don't get your success mixed up with who gave it to you. Am I right about it? So Peter had an elevation of mind. Peter started doing great things. Peter excelled so the Bible said after Jesus was caught up and, and, and went on back to glory to sit on the right hand of his father, the Bible said the ministry kept growing. The disciples kept going and people would bring their sick 
and they had so much faith in the disciple, they brought their sick and they just wanted to put their sick in the shadows. Is there anybody getting in your shadow? Is there anybody thinking that you are worth following? Well, well, he had an elevation of mind. And when they got back to the, door, to the boat, I just believe they had a hallelujah party. Not only was Peter mind elevated, the ones that was in the boat mind was elevated because they just witnessed right before their eyes something that they had never seen before. I'm just so glad today that Jesus gave us the opportunity to rise above the norm. Is there anybody here that feels like me? Thank you, Lord, for rising me above. And guess what? I'm not ashamed of it. I ain't going to back down because you haven't got yours. I, I'm going to still hold my head. I'm gonna, I got a swag about me. I ain't getting rid of my swag because you hating. That's your business. That's between me. It ain't got nothing to do with me. Don't hate on something that you don't understand. Because nobody knows what God has done for you. And when he does something for you, it's worthy telling somebody else. Am I right about it? This day, and we are living in a time where folks ain't worrying about what you said. They looking at what you doing. Am I right about it? I have a saying here at the Barnabas Church, what you are doing is so loud. I don't hear what you're saying. Because your action is canceling out what you're saying. Am I right about it? But I'm so glad when you get in stride with the Lord, he'll take your places you never dreamed of. He'll take you to a height that you never thought of. Can't you see the disciples as they standing on the Mount of Transfiguration? They, Peter, James, and John, they are witnessing the manifestation of Jesus. And, Jesus, and the Bible said Jesus kind of lit up and all the glory, all the shine of glory was around him. And Peter declared a truth. He said, Lord, it's just good to be here. My brothers and sisters today, it's just good to be here. It's always good when you're in the house of the Lord. It's always good when you know who brought you a mighty long way. It's always good to remember where you came from. That will encourage you to keep on rising above the moon. Is there anybody that want to rise? I said, is there anybody that want to rise? If you don't want to ride, you won't, don't want to go back home with Jesus. So I'm glad as I close that God put in us the desire to not to crawl on the ground no more. But he has the desire to rise above our circumstances. To rise above our hurt to rise above our disappointments to rise above our failures to rise above uh, our circumstances our economic circumstances our, our health 
circumstances. Some of us are sick today, but you are rising above uh, all of your woes. Uh, uh, is there any, anybody that feels like I do? Because I don't worry about how I feel. Uh, I just worry about pleasing my Lord. Uh, is there anybody that knows the Lord? Am I right about it? Uh, I'm glad that he came down through 42 generations. Uh, I'm glad uh, that he was born in Bethlehem, uh, wrapped in swaddling clothes. Uh, I'm glad that he grew up a little time in Nazareth and walked the streets of Judea. I'm glad that he healed the sick and he raised the dead. But one Friday, Somebody say one Friday. One Friday. They carried him to an old rugged cross. One Friday. They stretched him wide. Put a nail in each hand. Put a spike through both feet. Put a crown of thorns over his brow. Am I right about it? One Friday. He hung on an old rugged cross, silhouetted between heaven and earth, and he died. Didn't the Lord die? He died till the veil of the temple was rented from the top to the bottom. He died till the sun wouldn't shine. First recorded eclipse in the history of mankind. He died. Am I right about it? To somebody say, surely. I said, surely, surely, he must have been the son of God. They took him down and put him in an old barry gray. He stayed right there all night Friday night. He stayed there all day Saturday and all night Saturday night. But early, somebody shout early, early, Sunday morning. He got up with power, power to heal, power to encourage, power to promote, power to build up, power, oh, power, and all in his hand. And the story doesn't end there because he's coming back again. He's coming in the air, riding on the cloud. Those that are in the graveyard who have died in Christ will rise first. Those of us that reign alive shall be changed in a moment at the twinkling of an eye. And we are caught up. Somebody shout caught up. We'll be caught up. Caught up. Caught up. Oh, caught up. And going home with Jesus. Let me use my imagination. If we're on an airplane, I want to win the seat. I want to look back and see what I'm leaving. I'm leaving heartache and pain. I'm leaving high blood pressure. I'm leaving hip surgery. I'm leaving knee surgery. I'm leaving backbiting. I'm leaving taxes. Am I right about it? But I'm going to a place where there's no more dying. I'm going to a place where there's no more crying. Ain't God all right? Ain't he all right? 
Ain't the Lord all right? Hey, yeah! Hey, yeah! Oh, yeah! Oh, uh, is there any, any, anybody, anybody who know the Lord's all right? If he's all right, wave your hand. If the Lord is all right, if he's all right, say hallelujah, hallelujah, hallelujah. Ah, no, he's all right. Ah, Does anybody uh, help me celebrate Jesus? He's been good. He's been kind. He is awesome. Yeah. 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 good ain't he good ain't the Lord good yeah somebody say yeah somebody say yeah ah. I know he's all right I know he's all right. Somebody know the Lord's all right. If you know he's all right, stand to your feet. If you know he's all right, jump one time. If you know he's all right, jump two times. If you know he's all right, jump three times. Yes. Hallelujah. Let's put our hands together.